We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks for Sports Illustrated on Fan Nation. And I am finally back in Eugene uh, after some time away for the holidays uh, and uh, spent some time in Los Angeles as well. So back at my uh, usual spot, if you've watched some of the recent videos, my background might have looked a little bit different, but we're back in Eugene now. Uh, before we get into today's episode of the podcast, friendly reminder to make sure that you're locked in all the social media channels. That's Twitter at MTorres Sports and on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres. And then you can find our other social media platforms uh, with Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Ducks Digest. So kindly ask that you subscribe, follow, and, and like all those pages for us. It's a tremendous help. But with all that being said, let's get into some news from uh, you know the, the weekend and kind of getting into this week since the last episode of the podcast. Starting things off, Doug secured a 2022 commitment from offense tackle Kawika Rogers. Uh, Rogers is a six foot six, 327 pound offensive lineman out of Kapa High School in Hawaii. He's rated the number three player, ranked, I should say, the number three player in Hawaii, according to 247 Sports, in the 2020-22 class. He uh, committed Oregon over some competing offers from Arizona State, Fresno State, and Hawaii. So um, not a guy that had a, a ton of offers on the recruiting trail, but I think this is a really important commitment for Oregon, seeing that they saw their offensive line class almost evaporate practically following the departure of Mario Cristobal to Miami. And you obviously saw some uh, some shockwaves from that. But at the offensive line position in particular, you saw Cristobal leave. And then to the surprise of nobody, uh, Alex Mirabal uh, followed him as well. So he was one of the strongest recruiters on Oregon's entire staff. And uh, that was a big, big reason why the Ducks were able to have so many top-tier offensive linemen coming into the program. The Ducks did sign Michael Wooten. Uh, in the early during early signing period, he's an offensive lineman in the 2022 class out of Sierra Canyon High School uh, in Southern California. So they were able to get him on board, which is great. And then with with Rogers, I think it's really important that you not only get another guy uh, along the offensive line because we know how important it is to win in the trenches and keep adding guys at that position. But getting back into the state of Hawaii, I think that's really crucial. The Ducks have had some big time players uh, out of there in years past 
So it's important to get that uh, pipeline going again. And um, Rogers certainly helps accomplish that. Um, I think that when you look at some of the past classes that Oregon's have has had, rather uh, Hawaii hasn't had a huge presence. So um, it's kind of weird with Hawaii. It's it's like a West Coast state, but it's not obviously on the West Coast. So sometimes people kind of lump that in there. But um, I think this is a big commitment for Oregon uh, since the first offensive lineman that they get uh, since uh, Dan Lanning took over, obviously, and then under new offensive line coach Adrian Clem, who comes to Eugene from Pittsburgh Steelers. So getting a little bit of momentum there uh, along the offensive line is great. And then you need all the momentum that you can possibly get heading into this uh, next recruiting, uh, sorry, this next signing period in February. So that's the headline that we want to start things off with uh, today in this episode of the podcast. And then we have some more, some more updates that we want to get into here. Um, the Ducks posted a lot of visitors over this past weekend with the dead period coming to an end. Uh, kind of an interesting balancing act for the staff here, right? You know, you had some some coaches coaches that were on the road recruiting. Um, you know, we've talked about some of them uh, already. You know, right at that, they wanted to be at, literally showing up at recruits' homes right at that midnight. Um, you know, clock strikes midnight and then the dead period ended. Uh, a couple of those guys that uh, come to mind, former commit Julio Florence out of San Diego, a little corner that I think the Ducks are in a great spot with here. Uh, they've um, really, really shown that he's a priority for them. They had a Florence posted a video on his Twitter that showed him and the staff in his home as late as around 2.30 in the morning. I think it was 2.26 that that video was timestamped. So uh, clearly some some really heavy recruiting going on there with Oregon. And then uh, Florence posted another photo uh, later on um, recently. It was a picture of him and Grayson Halton, who's still committed to Oregon, the defensive line. Uh, it was them and then some of the Oregon coaches at a bowling alley. Um, so Oregon getting a lot of face time in with uh, Florence. And I think that's really important because for those that don't follow it, Florence was originally – um, looking at maybe taking some more visits uh, as he lo- thinks about this uh, decision for him, his recruitment. You know, you have Miami, Oregon, USC, uh, some big schools involved. Uh, Oklahoma as well kind of came on late. But since he said that he wasn't going to be taking visits, it was really big uh, for the staff to uh, get on the road and see him. You know, if you're not going to come to us, we're going to come to you kind of a deal. So that was really big for Oregon. Um but the guy that I did get to talk to recently that was on campus is a big name out of the Pacific Northwest, five-star defensive end, Jaden Wayne out of Lincoln High School in Tacoma, Washington. He was on uh, campus this past weekend for a visit. Kind of weird circumstances, but they were still able to get him on campus. The circumstances being that he was supposed to go out uh, to North Carolina to uh, take a visit with the Tar Heels, but the flights got canceled. So what did he do? He uh, you know, took the short trip south to Eugene to uh, check out the new staff under Dan Lanning and uh, the, the return on their return uh, on the impressions from that visit are, are pretty positive. You know, I have a, a full story up on Ducks Digest that you can definitely go read. I would invite you to check that one out. Tons of awesome quotations from uh, Wayne just talking about that trip and kind of what really uh, stood out to him. But the biggest thing is the coaching staff, right? And how would that not, you know, be something that stands out to you seeing that it was a, it's a totally new coaching staff. Um, under Dan Lanning and the the biggest coach that really seemed to stand out was Tosh LePoy, the the new defensive coordinator for Oregon. And I think that this is great to hear because, you know, he was someone, he's someone that has been touted as an elite recruiter and we're already seeing uh, some, some great 
uh, return on the recruiting trail as far as recruits having a lot of good things to say about him. And specifically, Wayne said that LaPoy really breaks down the game easily for him. He sees that NFL potential, and he's confident that um, – sorry, LaPoy sees the NFL potential in Wayne. You know, not too hard, obviously, with a guy of his caliber, five-star status across multiple recruiting services. But he says that he sees NFL potential in him, and uh, Wayne says that he's confident that he can come to Oregon and, and get developed to, uh, you know – reach his highest level as an athlete, which is huge. Then another part that was really interesting with all these schools involved, I asked him, you know, why, why is Oregon a serious contender for, for you? And um, the, I think the answer might kind of surprise some people. He was saying that he can represent a big brand uh, like Nike and he can be around teammates and coaches that want to win a natty. I feel really good about the coaches was the, the full quotation there, but we're seeing that that national brand, the Nike brand, once again coming into Oregon's favor. That shouldn't surprise anybody, but um, I, I thought that was really interesting when you're looking at a guy of, of Wayne's caliber who has more than 35 offers, 37 when I last checked, and, and that's what's really pushing Oregon ahead. And, and with him being a top-tier player in the Pacific Northwest, the, the Ducks definitely have to make sure that they're going to get those guys that are close to home that are, are worth, uh, you know, taking a shot at that are, you know, really high level players. Um, some of the other schools that are involved here uh, is kind of what I wanted to get into. Um, schools that he's hearing from the most include Alabama, Miami, USC, Oregon, Auburn, and Texas. Great to hear the Ducks are involved there with that answer. Uh, he did say in the interview that he wanted to uh, make a return trip out to Oregon. Didn't get into specific details as far as timing and dates go, but that's always great uh, to see that the staff made a great impression that he wants to be back here. Obviously, Wayne's no stranger to Oregon. He, he's visited the school numerous times throughout his recruitment, and uh, it looks like the Ducks are going to are continuing to prioritize him throughout his recruitment. As far as what's next for him um, uh, on the trip, on the on the trip uh, topic of trips, that got a little tripped up. Oh my God, I can't talk sometimes. But thanks for hanging in there with me. Some of the trips on the docket for Wayne coming up going to be at Miami and USC this next weekend. Uh, and then he's going to round out the month of January by checking out Washington. Uh, obviously that's a, a big school to keep an eye on seeing that he uh, is really close to the Seattle area and they got a new staff under Kalen DeBoer. Um, and then moving along in his decision process and kind of his recruiting timeline, uh, he does plan to drop a top 10 soon. He uh, told me that he wants to graduate early. So if he can, he wants to take some official visits in April uh, so clearly it's a guy that uh, wants to move his recruiting process along, but he's got tons of schools to, to really, you know, sit down with and, and research and get to know those staffs. And that's a lot to, a lot to handle for, for anybody. So he's got a lot uh, to work on there, but that's kind of an update on, on kind of where he stands out. And then we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When I, uh, I you know, finished up this interview, I was asking him about what his family thought about the trip because they were on the trip with him and he was saying that they loved it and that uh, they have a really strong relationship with Dan Lanning and a lot of the same things that stood out to Jaden um, stood out to his family as well. And uh, I think another really cool tidbit on this visit that I kind of just wanted to talk about um, his video. So he posted a video uh, on the trip and that was the first one that I saw from this kind of batch of visits this past weekend. Um, You know, a picture of his photo shoot, a picture of him at Odson in the uniform, you know, uh, he chose the the blackout uniforms the Ducks wore against Cal last year. Super clean combo and definitely one of my personal favorites from the 2021 season. But I just think that those these videos that, uh, you know, schools make for these recruits on their visits is, is huge because, you know, you, they, they post that. It can help them with uh, their social media following, which obviously all these guys are trying to build. They're trying to build that brand, you know, goes back to Nike and all the NIL opportunities that, that Wayne and any other player could have here at Oregon. I think you're seeing some of these other schools across the country. Uh, you know, Oklahoma does it. Uh, Alabama does it. Miami's starting to do it now. Uh, Alabama has the 360 videos, which I think will be a huge addition. Uh, the Ducks did something like that, but you also kind of want to make it unique. So um, I just think that, that was, that's one of the coolest changes that we've seen under the under Dan Lanning since he took over at Oregon. And, and I think that that's definitely a, a, a big, big positive um, to see. And then rounding out the – just my notes here on Wade. Uh, I asked him, you know, what's the school going to have to do to uh, ultimately, you know, secure your commitment? And he said, they're going to have to be loyal and consistent, treat me and my family like family. And, uh, you know, Oregon's definitely checking those boxes. It sounds like um, still fairly early in this process, but I think that they're definitely emerging as one of the favorites uh, after talking to him multiple times here throughout the recruiting process. Excuse me. Get a little bit of water here. Um, and then now we shift to our next uh, little section of the podcast here on the Ducks Dish podcast. Um, some transfer portal news. You know, the Ducks have seen a lot of guys entering the portal lately. And, um, you know, we were kind of waiting to see if, if Lanny would be able to and the staff would be able to, uh, you know, convince them to come back to Oregon. And, and that hasn't been the case with everybody. Some people uh, have decided that it's best for them to move on from the program. Uh, you know, in the last episode of the podcast, we talked about Travis Dye entering his name to the portal, um, and we're still waiting for a decision there, but he's one of the biggest names for the Ducks to watch in the transfer portal. But Trey Benson, uh, freshman running back for Oregon, did announce his commitment to Florida State on Tuesday. Uh, he becomes the second Duck to uh, go to Tallahassee to play his college football. Uh, you'll remember that Micah Pittman, former Oregon wide receiver, uh, announced his commitment and is now out in uh, Tallahassee in ACC country. So two ducks out to Florida State, and it's just kind of interesting when you see that going on. And then you think about how the Ducks got Kenny Dillingham as their new uh, offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, who came across the country from Tallahassee. So um, you know some some players kind of going back and forth, coaches going back and forth. 
uh, for Benson. I think this is a good fit for him because I think uh, Mike Norvell and, and Florida State have, have had some encouraging moments uh, in, in the last season. And, and I think that, um, you know, with, with Benson has a, a lot to offer. We just ultimately didn't get to see very much play for him at Oregon. Um, you know, he was a guy that was really highly touted on the recruiting trail. Um, coming out of the state of Mississippi, had a lot of big time offers, uh, really big back with a with a, a solid frame, you know, six foot, six foot plus and, and north of 200 pounds with some really good speed. But he, he battled injuries while he was here at Oregon. And then obviously with Travis Dye and, and CJ Verdell holding down the, you know, those top two spots, the carries just kind of got hard to come by. So a little bit of backstory there with Benson and then a couple other guys, uh, a couple other Oregon former Ducks uh, announced their commitments to Auburn, that's uh, quarterback Robbie Ashford and cornerback DJ James. Um, you know, Auburn has been a trendy destination for these former Ducks. Uh, you know, Ashford and James, both from the state of Alabama. And you also look at Jason Jones, who was the first Duck to announce his commitment to Auburn since entering the transfer portal. Uh, I think that Ashford's in a great spot to, to be competitive there in, uh, in Auburn. Uh, after the Ducks, uh, you'll you'll see that they uh, added Bo Nix in the transfer portal. So that kind of opens the door, a window of opportunity, if you will, for Ashford to come in and compete for a spot there, um, much closer to home with the Tigers. So Brian Harson gets a, a pretty, I think, a very capable quarterback that we really just, quite frankly, didn't get to see at Oregon. So I think he's a, a great player that is going to provide some some solid depth for Auburn. And, and I'd really like to see him you know, get some time. We saw some great play from him in the spring game and and in the fall uh, scrimmages that we saw. But like I said, you know, kind of same deal with Benson. We just really didn't get to see too much of a sample size of actual in-game action. So he heads to the SEC, as does DJ James, who uh, was really one of the uh, steady contributors for Oregon in the defensive backfield last year. Now the Ducks have a pretty big knee in that corner with Mikhail Wright going on to the NFL. And then DJ James uh, officially off to Auburn. They did add Christian Gonzalez from Colorado to kind of offset that depth uh, concern. But I still think they, they would need another cornerback just because you want to add some depth. You got Traquez Bridges and Dante Manning as some guys that got a lot of playing time last year uh, and are still kind of getting their legs under them with, with Bridges coming down from safety and um, Manning getting his first really good chunk of playing time after uh, coming to Oregon with the uh, 2022 recruiting cycle. So more movement for, for the Ducks in the transfer portal. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they added somebody else from the transfer portal, as that's uh, obviously been kind of um, an area that, that Dan Laney has really utilized here, um, and which makes a lot of sense, right? When you look at the, the tight timeline that he kind of has to work with after coming to Oregon uh, in de- December, being named the head coach, but still having to coach with Georgia, um, you know, you go to the transfer portal and you get a lot of proven starters, you know, proven power five level guys for the most part uh, that are capable of helping your program instantly, uh, provided that it is their first transfer. Right. You know, with that rule, uh, they don't have to set out as long as this is their first transfer. And then, um, you know, the Ducks are also looking to pick up some steam on the recruiting trail uh, as well. Like we talked about with Rogers uh, as we close in on February and the next signing period for the uh prep guys and the juco guys as well just to wrap up this episode of the podcast uh with a little bit of hoops news you know the ducks both men's and women's team had some big big wins of late uh you'll think back to to last week with uh, the men securing big wins over usc and ucla two top five programs in the country 
both of those ro- uh, those wins rather coming on the road in Los Angeles, which is huge. Uh, Dan Altman uh, really seems like he had a nice turn in the corner here after just an abysmal start to the season. Uh, Will Richardson and Jacob Young were playing some tremendous basketball. Frank Kepnong uh, was blocking everything in sight, it felt like, in that USC game. And then you look at the women who had some really great basketball as well, securing wins over Arizona and UConn at home in Eugene. That's two top 10 wins, I believe they were, uh, in the span of 24 to 48 hours. So Huge, huge wins for for uh, both Duck programs for Dana Altman and Kelly Graves. Uh, but we get some news Tuesday out of Eugene uh, that the upcoming game against Washington State for the men, which was scheduled for Thursday, January 20th at Matt Knight Arena, has been postponed because of COVID-19 protocols within the Cougars program. Uh, you know, kind of as these press releases go, they'll say they said every effort will be made to uh, reschedule this game. Uh, so just really bad timing for for. Uh, you know, particularly for the Ducks, seeing, like I said, that they really seemed like they were hitting their stride, getting some huge wins uh, on the hardwood. And, um, you know, you hate to see these postponements for any team, right? You know, these, these COVID protocols are are still popping up and, and it's just tough to see. But, um, you know, that's kind of some of the hoops news that we have. Um, but that will do it for this episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. If you're watching on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, kindly ask that you follow, subscribe and uh, give us positive rates and reviews. That's a tremendous help. And then if you are watching on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus, kindly ask that you subscribe to the channel. Uh, just passed 1,000 subs, and it's been great uh, seeing the, the feedback and the support from everybody, from all the Duck fans. Go ahead and do me a favor as well and share the episode with other Duck fans. Just trying to grow it and reach as many people as possible. Um, recruiting season is in full effect, so make sure that you stay tuned into DucksDigest.com where we'll get some updates. And check us out on Ducks Digest forums so you can engage with other Duck fans as we work to build the community here at Ducks Digest. But uh, that'll do it for this episode, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one.